You received a call from an inmate at the Department of Corrections. This call will be recorded and monitored. If you wish to block any future calls of this nature, dial 7 now. To accept this call, press 5 now. To decline this call, hang up. Well, hello, Michael. How are things going with you and your family? All right. Yeah, I know uh, even the economy out here is just doing pretty bad, but we're surviving the best way we can. And I can imagine it's spilling over inside of prison as well. Well, no, yeah, I'm doing all right out here. It's a, it's a tough uphill battle, but we're making a little bit of progress. We're slowly concentrating on health and and uh, alternative sentencing and oh so this guy's name is Michael just like you and he oh remorse huh so he's traumatized by the crime that he committed oh the victims oh wow yeah the uh, I know for young people Gun violence is kind of rising for the cause of death, but vehicular homicide and deaths by car accidents and stuff, that's always going to be up there. Ever since the first car was invented, we just it's just not going to go away. And uh, so was this... Oh, so he was drunk driving. He killed a mother and her daughter. Well, yeah, I could see the trauma on different levels with that one. You know, he's drinking, got himself drunk, lost control of his senses and his re ability to reason. And now he's sitting in prison thinking about him. I don't know. I don't. I know there's some victims out there, family members who uh, would like for the people who are in prison to have pictures of their loved one, so that every day they're in prison they could see the life that they took. You know, there's investigators out there who have pictures of victims on the wall to remind them of what they're doing, and sometimes after the cases closed and uh, guilty parties are locked up the folks that help them put them there they, they'll go out and continue to meet with them and that's a good part of healing the people who are in prison I don't know how we can help them to heal I mean this Michael he looks at a picture of this woman and her daughter on the wall in his cell and it's not really giving him any peace he still feels that guilt and that is very traumatic oh okay so the victim's brother wrote him a letter 
Okay, yeah, and I guess part of the healing process for the families of victims is that they can find the person who committed the crime and then get the person convicted. You have 60 seconds remaining. And at least he didn't run away or try to deny anything. He accepted responsibility, so that's that's good, but still... That trauma, it's on all sides. And this is a rare case, too, where the family gets to uh, deal with that trauma in a different way. Well, I do uh, wish you the best. You have 30 seconds remaining. You've uh, you suffered some from trauma as well, so hopefully you can sit down and talk to this person and ease his mind. And uh, if you'd like me to reach out to the family members of the victims, I can give that a shot, see what we got. Okay, well, thanks for sharing that. And uh, you take care of yourself. And uh, hopefully there won't be such a big gap. Welcome to AQS Inmate Call, and I'm your host, Joel Wilborn. And this is a story about the victims. We, uh, we hear a lot about victims when it comes to crimes, especially the uh, violent crimes and, and uh, crimes where somebody loses a life. We, uh, we read stories and see the news about how uh, how much of an impact this crime had on uh, the loved ones that are left behind after a, a death and that's the way it should be we should concentrate on uh, the victims so people watching it will say you know this isn't a a victimless crime, if, if especially those that demean other people. We have a lot of men out there who will commit crimes against women, and it just what you take away from the crime is that these men had no respect, no regard for their victim. They treated them as if they were just throwaway possessions and something that has no right to live and even though with the mental state like that it's very difficult to reverse it if anybody's contemplating that a woman or a child is there to serve the, the person who's committing a crime you know, maybe watching these stories or hearing them from other folks, they'll understand that there's a little bit more to the situation than just uh, throwing away an inanimate object. And, and the same thing happens too when we when we talk about family members whose loved one was murdered uh, we could talk about people who burned down houses or, or uh, 
steal jewelry and valuables and uh, people who embezzle money or you have those folks that go on social media and and prey on women who are looking for a little romance in their life you know they'll take money from them and stuff and a lot of victims don't get any compensation and and even if somebody tried you, you just can't compensate for a lost life and if a wheelchair is stolen or a bicycle there's times you can't even compensate for that so the victim's really the one that gets the raw end of the steal especially those where we don't know who committed the crime i mean it could go generations and we don't know who committed the crime so i just want to know or i just want to let everybody know that victims are important we can't just concentrate on the people who commit the crimes it's nice that they get found tried and convicted and sentenced and uh i think what we're really looking for here is just to stop the crime wave like a lot of victims family members will say you know i hope my uh, loved one didn't die in vain at least some good came out of it now there's people that's been murdered and their family members will start uh scholarships or non-profit non-profit organizations they'll uh help in uh solving other crimes finding missing people you know it's a shame that somebody has to die for that but at least this person isn't going to be put 6 feet under with an unmarked grave there's folks that are left out here who care about them and want their legacy to live on. You know, we also have people that are so traumatized by events in their life that they are committing suicide. And they're victims as well. And although we're never going to stop crime, especially violent crime and we're never going to ease the pain that people feel we have to look at what we go through share those experiences with others it's just like the way i look at the uh, my elders and my family when i sit down and talk with them there's a lot they've gone through in life and there was a lot of discrimination when they were growing up there's a, a lot of uh, financial hardship death disease uh, handicaps and they'll share their wisdom with me about how things could have been different if certain situations were uh, used in in a positive way or something you know maybe a mistake they made that 
they don't want me to make or maybe something that they learned after the fact that could have helped them get through it and i think that's very valuable because we can't prevent bad things from happening to us it's what gives us the measurement for what's good but we can guide people through those traumatic experiences and who better to give you advice on how to get over a death in the family than somebody who's actually had a death we respect the uh, medical professionals sociologists psychologists uh, people who specialize in mental health we respect these people because they've gone to to school they've learned and uh, they've talked to folks about the situation and uh, they can gather information that's very useful for us and our family so we have to uh, also look at the people who've been through that maybe they don't have the right answers maybe they don't have a, a, a lot of different cases to compare their situation with but that one particular incident that caused that trauma that caused that pain in their life that will always be there and if they're willing to talk about it share this information they could prevent the crime maybe somebody might just decide not to do something and we need that we need people to speak out and we've got people in the prison who commit these crimes they need to speak out too and find out what it was that led them to do such a terrible thing and i think that's one way we can draw some positive results out of this is just to communicate we need people who are willing to talk and people who are willing to listen and the people who are willing to act on these and i have all the respect for the victims out there and uh, family members of victims and even community leaders and professionals and neighbors friends anyone who's involved with this traumatic experience you have to to give them a nice shout out because it's not easy but to just live the life and never say anything yeah that that doesn't really help anybody even the person who was impacted directly by it you know, just to to become silent not talk about it not let it out not seek other folks who've been through it and already found ways to heal you know why drag your pain out for two more years when all you can do is just sit down 
talk to somebody who's did that. Sat with that pain for years until finally discovering something that can help ease the pain. Or maybe a hobby. Or maybe a, a support group. Or maybe even getting involved in uh, artistic work. Writing poems or short stories. Or maybe painting. And we have the ability to please ourselves and to uh, grow and to uh, teach and learn. And we should take full advantage of that. And I really encourage people who are locked up to talk about it. You never know who you might impact. That's the thing. When something goes wrong, we see it on the news, we hear about it. But when something goes right, we rarely ever do. And hopefully that's not a discouragement. Hopefully people don't say, well, you know, what good is it for me to talk to people? I don't see crime going down. Two people could have heard that. And instead of uh, seeking revenge on a classmate or a neighbor, decided, you know, it's not worth it. I talked to this person or I heard this person's or I read about this person and I don't want to go through that. So if you want to hear some of the stories from people who've been there, you can tune to the Joel Wilborn YouTube channel and listen to some of those interviews. Hopefully you can share it with folks. And go out. Have a fantastic day. And make wonderful memories for tomorrow. Thanks for joining.